And we made it. An entire NFL football season actually happened during a global pandemic, and it looks like run it back season for the Chiefs has a good chance of happening. Let's talk the final showdown slate in DFS. Let's talk DraftKings. Let's see if we can't burn a bankroll going out with the season. Uh, my name is Brady. With me, Mr. Twitch. He doesn't twitch, or do you? I don't know if he twitches or not. On camera only for money. <laughs> um, he's going to pop off with that only fan soon. JKNKC, what's up? Hey, man, what's good, guys? I mean, I am i haven't started twitching yet, but, I mean, this kid's got me up at all hours of the night, so who knows? Might start soon. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. Yep, welcome to being a parent. Be prepared to be tired for the next 20 years. Well, well realistically, you can kick him out of your house at 18. Yeah, that's, I mean, you could even younger than that, but I feel still feel like. You can even I'm, try to get yourself emancipated. Yeah. <laughs> from your kids <laughs> emancipated um, father yeah that, that uh voice you hear with the perfect parenting advice is the one and only shark daddy shark daddy how's the dfs bankroll looking um i'm almost to even i guess Ooh, okay jealous yeah i'll take it Almost to even sounds good. All right, so let's talk about the Super Bowl showdown slate. Now, I think one concern that we all have to consider is we're a bunch of homers, and with Kansas City being in the Super Bowl, it's going to be tough not to stack the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Let me start out, guys, if you don't mind, um, just because I'm going to throw this out there. I think the two players that I'm really looking at in my captain spot this week are the tight ends, uh, Kelsey and Gronk. I built a lineup and if you put Gronk in there, you can really put a bunch of studs the rest of the way. Um, so I'm considering Gronk. I was looking at points allowed in the last four weeks to tight ends. Kansas city has given up the second, most to tight ends, Tampa Bay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth against tight ends. So okay, what are they against? What are they against receivers? Uh, let's see. Last four weeks, Tampa Bay is two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 15th. Tampa Bay is 15th and Kansas City is like 29th against wide receivers. That's not my favorite. But that's also a bunch of malarkey. Well, it is malarkey. (laughs) But here's the twist. Normally, you think Kansas City is bad against running backs. They're really not over the last four weeks. One, two, three, four, uh, sixth against running backs. Tampa Bay definitely performs worse than that. Um, So, I don't know. I'm definitely considering a tight end in the captain spot. I think Kelsey will be there a lot. I don't think that Gronk will be there and mostly because he's been dusty. Well, right? I have a whole new respect for Gronk after this week. Uh, th- there was a story that like off season workouts, right? Yeah. They were supposed to like send video in of like them doing all this stuff. Right. And so he decided to do like one day and just, do like half like the workout for one day, but kept switching his sh- shirts. So it looked like a new day. 
<laughs> nice. Right? So- <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of that movie and the uh, former fat kid. That's like a little kid, like, like, hey, I'm home doing school. I'm going to put a picture of myself up. <laughs> well, come on, coaches. Are you right? that um, So here's the thing. If you put Kelsey in the captain's spot, you can still fit in um, $6,700 for the rest of your squad. Um, if you put Gronk in there, oh, let's see. I mean, because Gronk is only 4500 in the captain's spot. You can put $9,000 in the rest of the flex plays. Um, but that's definitely where I'm leaning. Steve, where are you leaning when it comes to your showdown lineups for the Super Bowl? I am definitely going to stack Mahomes and Kelsey. I just think for some reason, Kelsey's going to have a really special game. Maybe even like MVP performance special. Ooh, you think so? I I really do. I think he's going to step up huge and it's going to be just awesome. The uh, MVP odds on Kelsey, a thousand. So am I wrong? If you bet a hundred bucks on Kelsey to win MVP and he wins it, you win a thousand bucks. That sounds pretty good to me. Right. Um, okay. So, so the problem there, Steve, let's, let's go though. Kelsey in captain and then Mahomes, you only have $5,300 left average in the flex spot. So I got to think you're going to have to find one of these guys like Anthony Sherman that gets some points. He's 400. LaShawn McCoy. I mean, either one of these guys going to matter at all in this game. No, you never know. No. The only way that Lev Bell gets there is if he falls into the end zone. And that would mean that both CEH and Daryl Williams go out when they're on the one. Right. Okay. So Joe, why don't you talk to us about roster construction? Like what gives us an actual shot to win? Because the millionaire showdown on DraftKings will allow 653,000 entries. Obviously, you can win with just about anything if you hit the one right player in this. I will say that the quarterbacks will probably be the most heavily owned captain, which that's a good cash game approach because they're more likely to score more points than the rest of the people. But you got to think if if a Tyree Kill or a Travis Kelsey or Chris Godwin or whoever has a big game and they have two or three touchdowns and Brady or... Mahomes throw those two or three touchdowns the receiver is putting up bigger numbers and he's going to be the guy that you're going to want in captain so um, you're you're almost I won't say always uh, if a quarterback runs it in a couple times then obviously that changes things or if he even runs it in one time um, that changes things but you want one of the skill position players as your captain whoever you think is going to score a touchdown maybe two um, that's the guy that you want to try and put up top Obviously, we're going to have to get somebody cheap in here somewhere. Kelsey is your captain. Yes. You got Mahomes. You have Godwin, Gronk, Hardman, and that Scotty Miller guy, whoever he is. Right. That's actually, I don't hate it. So let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Let's all talk about our predictions for the game. If we can come to some sort of agreement of how the game's going to play out, then we can build our lineup that way. Steve, what do you think happens in the Super Bowl? I think it's going to be 42-21 Chiefs. How do they get there? Uh, by domination. Through Kelsey, you think? 
through Kelsey and uh, the defense is just going to wreak havoc. Okay, um, so are you considering – so it sounds to me like you're considering Chiefs defense in your showdown lineup. Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, Joe, what do you expect to happen? Um, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this. Um, I Man, I, I think it's going to be a closer game than 21 points. But I, I think it could be kind of like that Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. And if that's the case, uh, you'll catch me stacking the Tampa Bay side. Because you think Chiefs are going to jump out early? Yeah. If, if the Chiefs get out early, then Tom Brady's throwing a million passes this game. And even if they're not scoring touchdowns every other time, if if Chris Godwin catches 10 balls for, 10, for 100 yards, he's got 23 points. And... If you don't have that guy, you're missing something. If Brady's throwing like he did anything in the Green Bay game, our defense is going to have a field day with pickoffs. I, I kind of tend to agree there. When you talk about that game, Joe, where you talk about the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game, did Cleveland's defense still score really well? They did, but it was mostly because of uh, – they, they got that early touchdown. So, I mean, if, if you can get a defense that scores a touchdown, you're basically set, especially in the showdown slates. Or um, even like special teams. Right. Which the Chiefs have great returners, so that that's always a chance with the Chiefs. But, um, like I mean, double, if... Like McCall Hartman could be a double threat. Yeah. If he fucking well, catches a punt. <laughs> if, if, you take, if you take Hartman thinking he's going to return one, then you'd want to take the Chiefs defense so you can double dip that. And then you get 12 points for that touchdown instead of just the six. What do we think is going to happen with Antonio Brown? Is he playing or no? I'd be surprised if he didn't, honestly. Just because it's the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. Terrell Owens played on a broken ankle. If this guy doesn't come back and play, he's... They'll shoot him up with something. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I don't... I don't think it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be a traditional game, right? So Steve thinks it's going to be domination on the Chiefs side. Joe thinks Chiefs are going to win through early domination. I don't think so, man. I think the Chiefs play it a little too close every game this season. I still think they win by 10, but I think it's a situation where they're trading. I think it goes into the halftime fairly close. I think Tampa Bay tries to play it slow because Chiefs are bad against the run. I don't think they want to get into a shootout, so I think you see a lot of Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, and I think the Chiefs end up overwhelming. I think there's an argument to be made that the Chiefs score on several big plays, right? And then Tampa Bay has to play that short game to get back in it, whether that slot passes over the middle, which they've been doing a ton at, towards the end of the season and into the playoffs, or a bunch of runs, right? I think that, um, I think, man, the homer in me still wants to stack, maybe not stack, get a lot of the Buccaneers in there, okay? So, Joe, let's talk about that. If we were going to get a lot of the Buccaneers in there, how are we doing it? I mean, we're you can always go Tom Brady up top, but Tom Brady is most likely not going to be the captain that wins it for you because he's not he has no rushing upside. So if he's throwing two touchdowns to somebody, they're going to be the captain you want. Um, 
I personally like Mike Evans a little more than Chris Godwin this week. Um, I think he's probably going to be slightly lower owned and he's more of a red zone threat. So, I mean, he's, he's just, he gets targeted left and right when they're inside the 20. So that's the guy that I want. I want the guy that's scoring touchdowns, not necessarily the guy that's going to get 10 targets for 50 yards or whatever as my captain. I mean, if, if Chris Godwin breaks one, then we have problems with my captain here, but Mike Evans is probably the guy for me. Um, I also don't hate the Gronk because Cameron Braid's been doing it the last few weeks and it's about time Gronk and uh, Brady hook up in the end zone again because that's the stuff they like to do. <laughs> um, man, but you got to have some of the Chiefs in there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think if you're stacking the Patriots, you're probably putting four in there and then you're still coming back with two strong chiefs um he said patriots yeah you know what i meant the bucks uh, but you could still get three patriots in the there patriots of the South. yeah see uh yeah i mean if you if you're stacking the bucks um and you're taking four bucks you're probably gonna want to bring that back with a patrick mahomes and a pass catcher um doesn't necessarily need to be the top two guys but I would say I will probably have Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady in every single lineup that I make. They'll probably be mostly in flex, but I will, they'll be in there somewhere. Okay, so what about this? Gronk and the captain. I have Mahomes and Kelsey, Brady and Evans, which leaves me 4,000 left over, okay? Now, with 4,000 left over, I have both the kickers, Scotty Miller, the defense, I have uh, Ronald Jones Jr., Byron Pringle, Mr. Haircut with the COVID, the COVID cut, Denard Robinson, who will probably be back. Dude, how lucky did the Chiefs get with that shit? Dude, I mean, talk about dodging a bullet. What would the NFL have done? I mean, you've been saying it all season. They would have run them out there. They don't care about COVID. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They would have they had those <laughs> results. Right, especially Mahomes, like, got you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, Mahomes. I mean, they would have been like, "Oh, you're fine. Put some ultraviolet light up their butt and let them play." <laughs> I mean, my man from the Dodgers played the first three innings, and then they were like, "Oh, hey, by the way, you're positive." They yanked him, and then he went out there and celebrated and hugged and freaking kissed on his teammates. So, yeah, the, the money speaks. What about kickers, though? Where are we at on putting a kicker in a lineup? I really do. And this is truly honest. I think suck up would be a good play because the Chiefs defense only gives up field goals, it seems like. They, they're the bin, and once they get inside the 20, they're good. Ooh. Joe, how do you feel about that? There there were Sharks back in the day that were playing both kickers in every showdown lineup, and they were taking them down. So I, I don't have a problem taking the kickers, but these are two powerful enough offenses that – I think it'll be mostly touchdowns being scored. So I think you'll rather have that six than the field goals from the bend, but don't break defense. Part of the reason is, like I just said, I set a lineup and I just have that, you know, defense slash kicker type price left over. Take suck up, dude. Frank Clark the Shark even said it during the AFC Championship game after Buffalo, the hottest offense in the world, came to Arrowhead and kicked a field goal. He goes, we'll trade three for seven all day. Right. Yeah, but Josh Allen and Tom Brady are on a little different level there. Oh, but what are you talking about? 
Buffalo was the hottest, best team. I mean, Josh Allen was better than Mahomes going into that game. I, I was definitely much more worried about the Buffalo game. As I was not worried about the Buffalo game at all. What? No. Are you crazy? Go back to that last episode. You know, I didn't care about Buffalo. Dude, I was worried about Buffalo. I was not at all. Just like I'm not worried uh, about this Bucks team who are full of a bunch of old players. Dude, I got to send you the bets I laid on this thing. Um, I'll do that after the recording. <laughs> okay, so Joe, what's your showdown lineup looking like, do you think? Let me compare it. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I honestly haven't really looked too much into this. Uh, I think I'm going to go... I'm going to try and find a cheap guy that I'm going to get a touchdown from. Um, Sammy Watkins sitting down there at 6.3K at the captain spot looks pretty enticing, honestly. I think if he plays and he's 100%, I'm in. I'm going to suck up the captain spot. I think Ronald Jones is probably going to be in my lineup. Um, Like I said, I'm probably going to go Mike Evans, and then I'll probably take one or the other of – Kelsey or Hill, and then both Brady and Mahomes. How many people do you have in this damn lineup? Six. You listed everybody. No, I just told you. Okay. Most likely going Ronald Jones, Evans, one of Hill or Kelsey, Brady, Mahomes, and then probably Sammy Watkins up top is where I think I'm at right now. Okay. Okay. Because the way you do it, only Ronald Jones fits. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can put Kelsey in there. All right, Steve, what are you thinking? Where are you at on it? I'm going to suck up for my captain. Okay, I like it. Suck up for the captain, and then who else? I mean, then we can play whoever we want, really, right? Well, yeah, you get in the same spot where if you put Kelsey, Mahomes, Evans, and Brady, you have the defenses, you have Jones, Pringle, Robinson, yeah, easy. Here we go. I, all you can do, suck up Brady, Hardman, Hill, Mahomes, and then uh, probably Chiefs defense, right? I do like the Chiefs defense, um, and I love the thought of Hardman. The double dip there? I don't see somebody running back a f- kick in the Super Bowl. Like it's Because it's never happened before, right? I'd rather have the Chiefs D. I mean, listen – Brady has had games this season. How many games has he had where he's given up several interceptions? I know Joe doesn't care about interceptions. Yeah, there's no reason to care about interceptions. I, well, I just don't what, if, what if you're the defense? I, I think our defense is – I mean, Brady is a pocket passer. Like, I think Chris Jones might have an MVP caliber game. Ooh. I think – he will come out and be a freaking wrecking ball and not let that pocket set up. And then we're Chiefs are really good about sending those DBs out real quick, like Sneed. What's Brady going to do? All he's going to do is throw the ball away or take those 50-50 shots way downfield ducks. Man. Tom Brady threw 12 interceptions this year until last week when he threw three. And how many more should he have had last week? Here's the other thing. He had two games where he had more than two interceptions. I think that's what you're rolling the dice on, right? If if you think the Chiefs get out early, he's throwing the ball a ton, that's where he ends up throwing picks. Green Bay, where the total was 57. We probably should mention Tyreek Hill 
and Travis Kelsey both have more 20-point games than Tom Brady does. Is that a factor, Joe? Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I would rather play a skill position guy at captain. And I'm trying, I mean, honestly, I would love if I could fit all three of them in, but I I just don't see both of them. I I don't know that the Buccaneers are going to let both of them go completely off like they did last week. I think they're going to either put a guy over the top of uh, Tyreek all game. Um, I mean, Tyreek had a great first quarter against the Bucs last time out, but the last three quarters, they held him to 50 some odd yards. So, I mean, if they figured something out and we need to worry about that, that's a problem. But if they didn't figure anything out and we just said, nah, we're going to stop throwing it to Tyreek, then Tyreek could be a good play here. But that, that's the concern with me um, with Tyreek this week. And Travis, they have two really good, really fast linebackers in there. Obviously, Travis makes everybody look kind of silly when he's on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not an easy matchup for either of them. And they're both going to be the focal point of that defense, which is why I'm kind of moving down towards the Sammy Watkins or Mecole at captain. What about CEH? Yeah, I mean, CEH could definitely have a uh, Damian Williams-like rep- performance in the Super Bowl and I can see them. I can see the Chiefs coming out, especially early, and just dinking, dunking into the running backs, just to set up the big stuff downfield. So, do we like Hardman over Watkins? I do, just because of returning purposes. And that's the thing: we don't know what Sammy's injury is. And I mean, the like, dude Hardman has a big speed, so they'll throw him a lot more of those, you know, receiver bubble screen type stuff. So, listen to this: I can go Gronk up top, Kelsey Mahomes. C.E.H., Evans, and Hardman. I like that. With $1,500 left. You like leaving that much on the table, Joe? Or I could get Antonio Brown in there. But yeah, isn't I mean, the thing that you don't worry about how much you leave on the table? Just feel good about it. Yeah, it almost makes you different, Yeah, right? it definitely makes you different. So, especially on these one-game slates, you can leave a little more because everybody is trying to fit in the most optimal lineup and that normally leads people to spending as much money as possible because they don't want to leave money on the table. So the more money you leave on the table, the better chance you have of not being duplicated by somebody else. Obviously you don't want to leave like five grand on the table because then you're getting a little crazy and you're probably fading Travis Kelsey, Tyree kill. Like you're fading both those guys and maybe a quarterback or you're fading both of the quarterbacks or something crazy like that. Like you don't want to leave that much, but leaving a couple grand isn't the biggest deal in the world. Like I think you can easily make a good lineup and not worry about that much being left over. I wouldn't try and like one up or like up somebody just because you can, you have the extra money. I'm tempted to put Chad Henney in there, boy, just to put $10 worth of respect on my man's name after the way, Dude, after the way he played, <laughs> you gonna you gonna stack uh, Patty and Henny same lineup? <laughs> Put them both in there. I mean, it's tempting. All right, what about D. Williams up top? Kelsey, Mahomes, Evan, Gronk, and Hardman. Do it. Oh, but I don't have any Hill at that point. I kind of wanted to just go. You want um, Travis because he's gonna be the MVP. You guys ready for this lineup right here? Yes, go ahead. This one's a little crazy. It's a little out there. But if Leonard Fournette fumbles early, this could be the winner. Okay. Ronald Jones up top. Woo. Rob Gronkowski. Tom Brady. 
and then the big three from the Chiefs. Okay, Joseph. Ronald Jones up top, Kelsey, Mahomes Hill, Gronk, and Brady? Yep. Still got 300 on the table. I'm thinking, actually, I'm thinking about sliding CEH in there. Jones up top, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, Gronk, and CEH. Ditching Brady? Yeah, and ditching Brady. Brady's a scrub. Because Ronald Jones, to your point, gets there. And so he scores two running touchdowns. Brady throws a couple interceptions, and Ronald Jones ends up with the only two touchdowns for Tampa Bay. Yeah, that definitely could happen. 3,300 left. Nobody's duping that, right? Nah, you'd be surprised. Especially in the melee. With Somebody's duping yeah. it, probably. Every stupid combination <laughs> oh. is going to get duped. Some other Brady and some other universe duping it. Yeah, I know. All right, so I'm putting uh, one more in there. I'm locking that one in. By the way, before we wrap up the season, let's go to the Dumpster Fire Sports 2020 league that we played every week. We invited the world, and we had very few takers. But for the most part, we were in there. Um, do we want to go by league score? Who was up top? For the season, looks like JKNKC with 140 points up top. Wakeboarder in second place. BGVO, yours truly in at third. Where is Shark? It's okay. We don't need to worry about that. That doesn't matter, Steve. Let's go to wins. Let's go to wins. Look who's up top. Is that a thing? Look who's up top with 21 wins. Me. That's right. 21 wins. Second place, 13 wins, Joe. That has to sting a little bit. Hey, man, I'm consistent. <laughs> and let's go to who? What? Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't You didn't put the most freaking important stat on these wins. You played in 18 more contests <laughs> than me. You just got to leave that out? There. You could have played in them. Man. You could have played in them all. This guy's just playing one-on-ones in the freaking group, and he's like, yeah, look at all these wins I got. It's all against his daughter. Really weird. Yes, I played the most contests, but I also had the most wins. Yeah, because you played the most contests, and you played the you played the little... Same reason Brady has the most rings. What's your winning percentage? You played the little sissy four-man contest every week, all of them. Let's go to the most important stat of them all. Who won the most money? Hey, man, league score? That's the most important one. League score. This guy's got the dubs. I won... 21 more dollars than second place. You're just mad because you barely beat Steve in the cash. <laughs> you, you beat him by less than $10. That's fine. Shout out to Ahmed345 and Woogity Boogity coming in with uh, under $3 worth of winning. Poor Ahmed played in 22 contests and won $2.70. That's all right. He's listening to us, and that's, hey, why, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's winning 270. <laughs> that's how it goes. All right. So, not even a pack of cigs. <laughs> right. Maybe a pack of cigs in 1975. But yeah. He ain't going to get there now. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. By the way, now I'm going to stop this here when we wrap this up, and we're going to go record. So, let me plug my other podcast. It is called Monday Morning Mixtape. 
Um, I bring on guests, and this week it's going to be guests. These two knuckleheads are going to join me. We're going to count down everybody's top five songs by professional athletes. It's only on Spotify because that's how I can play the music, so it's a music-heavy podcast as well. Um, Joe, I wish we would have won more this season. What do you have to say looking back on Dumpster Fire Sports 2020? Man, uh, I wish we would have won more too. Uh, I, I think it was a good year for the podcast, at least, to get it going finally. We've been talking about this for years, so right. Uh, hopefully, we'll do it again next year. Um, okay. Other than that, I mean, we'll come back with some better takes next year. Hey, we can do a baseball one hundred every day. Oh, hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. Uh, Steve, looking back on twenty twenty dumpster fire sports and your DFS season. Uh, what's your final word? Um, I'm gonna empty my bankroll and try to go on the positive. Yeah, either lose it all or win it all back, right? We're looking at green bucks next season. Thank you for listening this season. Thank you guys for being here and uh, drudging through this with me. You guys, uh, you guys are awesome. And uh, we'll catch you next season. Thank you for listening to Dumpster Fire Sports NFL Season 2020.